Coming up this week on the Film Podcast. Now, the film got you an Oscar nomination for Best Director. It was a film that Robert Duvall was also a producer on, and I believe you had mixed experiences with him. Tell us a little bit about that <laughs> relationship because it's well, a good Duvall, one. Duvall was a very strange character. He'd acted in a hell of a lot of films, but it was very funny. He was he didn't really understand anything about film technique. He had really no idea. I mean, once we were shooting a scene and he suddenly stopped and I said, well, what's wrong? And he said, those lights outside the window, why are they there? And I said, the lights, they're lighting the scene. And he said, but the, the daylight is coming through the window anyway. Why do you need the lights? And I said, well, the daylight's not strong enough for us to get an image on the film. I said, it's supplemented. It'll look real on the screen, but it's, it's a movie. And, I mean, he would often ask rather strange questions like that. You think, he's made like 60 or 70 films. Doesn't he know all this? <laughs> he, was, he was very odd. And then you had a particular scene that you wanted to shoot. I think it was in the golden hour as the sun was setting. Tell us a little bit about what happened oh, that next. Was, yes, that was typical of him too. We had to go right across Dallas to shoot a scene of him coming out of a bar. I had worked it out. The ideal time to do it was sunset. So he's coming out of the bar at sunset. I didn't want it to be dark. I wanted it to be a bit of light in the sky. And so I said to him, look, Bob, because of the schedule, he had a caravan, which was about 70 feet long. I said, we can't get across Dallas in the peak hour traffic with your caravan. And I said, we have to, you have to forget the caravan. And he said, well, what do you want to do? I said, I want you to get in the car with me and we will drive across. So we're there in plenty of time to get the shot. Oh, no, he said, I've got to take the caravan. <laughs> I said, why? We're only doing one shot and then we're, um, we're finished for the day. And he said, oh, I don't see why you want to do this. And I said, Bob, I'm trying to make the best film I can for a film that you're playing the lead in, in a great role, and you're also the producer. I said, the scene is going to look better at sunset than in the dark. But anyway, he wouldn't do it. He insisted on taking the caravan. He didn't get there till like 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> and uh, we shot it in the dark. It's obviously very important for you to storyboard for that reason, to make sure that everything is fitting globally across the script and the piece. Yes, you're quite right. I mean, I storyboard it because I may not storyboard it if the films were shot in sequence but they never are. If I storyboard it, I, then I know, I get a good sense of what the film will be like for the audience because they, they're not going to watch it scene by scene. They're going to watch 90 or 100, 110 minutes. And if I storyboard it, I get a good sense of how the scenes counterpoint one another, how the visually I should handle each one. So quite often, I mean, like when I was shooting Tender Mercies, for example, I remember getting a call from the studio and they said, Oh, in that scene, why don't you do some close-ups during the dialogue instead of doing it all in a wide shot? And they said, you've got close-ups in other scenes. And I said, yes, I have, but I don't want them in this scene. And they said, oh, why not? And I said, you won't really understand why not until you see the whole film. It's the whole film that counts. Nobody's going to sit down and watch just a scene running a minute and a half. And I said, you will see when you see the whole film that the scene we're talking about being done in a wide shot is much more dramatically effective than doing it in close-ups. And I remember talking to John Gilbert, the editor of Hacksaw Ridge on the podcast, about this very thing that you're talking about, because often you can watch a scene 
and it completely smashes it out of the park. It's a fantastic scene, but it might not be working with the rest of the piece. So it's working in isolation to the rest of the film. And that's almost like watching two different movies, isn't it? Yes, it can happen terribly easily unless you're very careful. This is why quite often you get films where, you know, they all get excited about them, then they put them together and then they go back and do reshoots because there's sections that don't work. 